in five, four, three, two, one. Cheers. Cheers. What is going on, guys? And welcome back to Wine Thursday Podcast, where some of us will be drinking wine, but definitely all of us will be talking some shit. I'm one of your co-hosts, Mario. Was goody. Avery. What's good? Ayasama. Hello. Bryn. Yes, sir. And Jess. Hustle. I don't know what that was. <laughs> <laughs> when you and Jess is already drunk. Was, Jess is drunk. <laughs> when you're doing the intro, I like because I've been watching so much Twitch or like YouTube. I wanted to hear what is up, guys. It's Saikudo here. <laughs> Alrighty then, guys. A lot of the topics we've been bringing up have been really good conversations to have, but. I figure since, you know, my name is Mario, a lot of us here have also been derived from the roots of gaming, whether they have been recent or when we were just maybe toddlers or so. So I wanted to pose the question to my fellow co-hosts here. As there has been a lot of different consoles, games, genres to venture in, different platforms, and of course in the new era, streaming has become such a popular thing. And especially now during this pandemic where the stay-at-home order has really affected a lot of people's lives, more people are streaming, and they're most likely streaming games that you may know of, that are popular, or just streaming for funsies. I want to talk about video games first. There was a question that Avery uh, earlier mentioned. There was a tweet mentioning, what are five childhood games that defined or basically changed your childhood in some aspect? For me, I want to start off, off the dome, five games. First one and foremost, my first ever console was a Nintendo 64. So it is only right, it is only right to say that one of my five game changers was Super Mario 64. The game alone, like, it introduced me to, like, luckily I was born in an era where 3D gaming was the norm. So I was like, holy crap, this is some awesome stuff. I would play that game over and over again. I would literally 120 star the game. I would learn all the glitches. I would literally try to pretend I was a speedrunner. Like, this is how in love I was with the game. And it's just like, damn, I honestly am very happy to have acquired it as like one of my first games. One of the greatest platformers of all time, hands down. And for it being a 25-year-old game, it still holds forever in my heart, especially with the 3D All-Stars remake. Definitely is a nice little revamp to my childhood. Kicking off at the second spot, I have to say it, Nintendo 64. So obviously that's where one of the most popular gaming series, Super Smash Brothers. I've been playing Smash as a little kid, going from learning how to use all the characters and the cast to literally expanding myself into... This is actually, believe it or not, Super Smash Brothers one of the first games that introduced me to like esports and like MLG gaming. Because Smash didn't get really popular until like maybe 2011, 2012 historically. Melee was out at the time for GameCube and also Brawl for the Wii, but people don't talk about Brawl. Melee, on the other hand, they like revamped it into like an MLG event. There's like all these professional gamers and like they all were like amazing at the game. They would exploit all the glitches and all of like the messed up code that made the game as beautiful as it is. And so those people kind of motivated people like myself to get good at a game. Which, yeah, maybe not at a professional level, but at least made me feel like I was playing at the professional level. 
And honestly, shout out to Smash Bros for venturing me into competitive gaming. Kicking off at the third spot, oof. I wish I could think of something like back then, but just right now as we speak, a third game that also impacts me, Wind Waker on the GameCube. Um, Let's go! Believe it or not, other than Ocarina of Time, because, you know, Nintendo 64, Wind Waker was the only Legend of Zelda game, or actually the first one, that I've actually ever completed from start to finish. Reason being is because Ocarina of Time, I was just too dumb as a kid to actually understand how to, like, figure out the puzzles and know where to progress. But Wind Waker... I felt like just because the story alone, like Toon Link, like it just was so addicting to play. And the game was had like it was based off of a sea map. And I was just so interested in like going to every single sector of that sea map and like trying to figure out how do I get this? How do I get that? Oh, I need this to get that. Like it, it allowed me to first learn how to play like a game that required, you know, some puzzle interaction. You want to figure how to get one thing. You got to get the other. And it's just the game was just freaking fun. Also a speedrun favorite. I watched a couple speedrunners such as Linkus, um, who's just really good at the game and has made me feel like, damn, it's another video game that I wish I could honestly over and over and over again. And I just would never get tired of the story. So Wind Waker at the third spot and some current games, obviously, that I'm currently uh, playing a boatload. Um, number four, I have to say, you know, NBA 2K. I love basketball. Basketball is one of my top sports. I basically started off playing 2K just to like learn how to play the basketball game itself. But then also 2K became a competitive game, not only within the community, but also it became an esports league game. Like the NBA evolved an NBA 2K league where people were drafted into teams that were affiliated with actual NBA franchises. And that's like, a really dope step ahead for, you know, expanding competitive gaming to more than just the typical fighting games, typical shooters, sports games being competitive and being able to be watched. You know, also Rocket League is one of those sports games that also took off in the esports uh, community. But 2K takes the cake just because it was one of my first sports games that I ever like touched and have been playing every single year and as much as people think it's a scam low-key it is to me i buy the same game every fucking year it don't matter to me it might be the same thing over and over again but i just enjoy learning and just playing basketball even if it is not in real life number five i would have to like really think about this one i was a playstation kid um over xbox that's just me as as a youngin and amongst that PlayStation franchise, that's where I've kind of stumbled upon. I want to say Call of Duty was, you know, a game changer for me, but it, it just doesn't take the kink for me no more just because I would I was more into Call of Duty when it was like Modern Warfare 2 and Black Ops 1. That era was like undefeated for me. But I wouldn't say it like, I, I guess you could say it did change my childhood because I was playing a rated M game at the age of eight. Like, how many eight-year-olds do you know play Call of Duty? All of them obviously All, like, every eight every every eight-year-old wanted to like force their parents to go to a GameStop or an eb games or a trade or you know a trade and play and just com completely convince their parents oh don't worry the mature bloody violence and really bad language isn't going to affect me in the long run and look where we are now bunch of degenerates <laughs> <laughs> avery what are some games that you would say yeah, you life. old person. And like <laughs> old, 
because I'm not even going to mention that many old games. I was original. <laughs> I was originally, but like, it, there's so many. To at, the longer you think about it, the more titles you think of, and you're like, ah, uh, mm-hmm. should I put it in there? Should I not? But just going off the top of my head, I'm just gonna go with the five that probably maybe more so shaped me as a person. Kind of. I don't even know if that did not make it sound that deep, but. Number one, I think, is Pokemon series in general. I just grew up on that. I didn't have a lot of consoles growing up. Like Mario, we had the PS1. That was it. (laughs) And it was a Game Boy. Game Boy was the other one. Had Pokemon all throughout that taught me how to read and think. Not because I wanted to, but because I didn't want to read. And everyone older than me that I would be like, wait, what am I supposed to do now? Like, did you read the what the player or NPC said? And I was like, no. They're like, so don't ask me until you read it. With Pokemon. That too, yeah. You know, in the back of the car, holding up my yeah to to the (laughs) to use the headlights (laughs) or whatever. No worm light yet. Um, Smash Brothers is definitely another one. I think for me personally, Brawl was the game changer just because the Wii was the first console that we got as a family. That was just like a first video game. Another one is on the PC. Maple Story. I knew it. For those I of you who play that out that. there, that, <laughs> that shit is important it. to me, just because uh, that was like the it wasn't the first MMO that I played, but it's the first MMO where like I really stuck to it. I played played it all the way from like middle school, got back into it in high school, played again in college just for fun. It's just too much to download and too much to deal with. So, but it it, it was definitely really fun. I think the last time I played it, it was with one of my best friends, one of my old roommates, and we just went back on and like grinded like over 48 hours from level zero to like 120 for no reason. That was fun. Is that three? That's three. Number That's four. Three. Number four specifically, but the entire series as well, Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories. That was mm. game changer for me because that was the first Kingdom Hearts game that got onto the Game Boy Advance and not on a playstation platform just because i didn't have a console like i mentioned i didn't have anything to play it on that was the first time i could own my own kingdom hearts game and not have to wait you know two weeks just to replay my file at my cousin's house because that's what i had to do and every time i would go see them at their house they're like i'm still playing so i'm watching them play and i couldn't really play until you know hours later but kingdom hearts chain of memories was i think in terms of game changing it was so different because it wasn't your normal, I'm going to spam X and square and whatever to jump and hit. You had to think about what you're going to do because you're playing with a deck of cards. And you had to do mental math to make sure you're going to win the fight. And sometimes a Donald card shows up. And you're like, this card sucks. And he still sucks in that game. <laughs> um, but uh, it, was, <laughs> it was a tough game. It was really fun. And when they remastered it into like a, a 3D rendered regular Kingdom Hearts game for the PS3, I think, Oh, it was so beautiful. It was like, I can't believe they did that. It was so mind-blowing because it was like a sandbox, right, overview game, and it was all sprites. So it was just so different to see it real-life size on a TV. That's the proper term. I love that game. The last game, and I'm thinking about game-changing specifically, for me is Breath of the Wild because I have never played a Zelda game on my own. And this is why, like, that that is true. (laughs) Um, The first time before the Switch came out, and I saw the Breath of the Wild trailer. And all and all you see is like, you don't know what the Guardian is. You just see Link whip out an ancient arrow and you're like, what the fuck is happening? This does not look like <laughs> this does not look like Link. This is this is why with the question, the longer there I thought I about it. Oh, there goes Aya. Uh, yes, Link has a very recognizable character. Very much does. And unfortunately, I didn't get to grow up playing through all the games. Like with Kingdom Hearts, I had to watch all my cousins play them. Majora's Mask, Ocarina of Time, anything oh. on the Nintendo really was Twilight Princess. Yeah, it was on the GameCube. But I never got to play any of them. And 
this Nintendo Switch is the first console I've ever bought myself. I got Breath of the Wild. And so I think that's why it's game changing for me, because it was the first Zelda game I've owned, played all the way through, and the game itself was game changing. The fact that so many other games today are using it as a base to create more games for people to have more access to, it's like, that's how revolutionary it is. There's so many other things that I could have gone on, like old school games, just to add a 5.1 Super Mario World, Super Nintendo, <laughs> or like Gradius or something. Oh, All yes. those old school games, those those were the shit. Because I didn't own the Super Nintendo, it was my cousins, but we would all crowd around the TV and take turns. And I think that, that, was, that was the fun thing about whether it's board games or video games or just, you know, imagination in the backyard or whatever. It's playing with other people and that community with it that makes probably most of the games memorable. But I think the games that I just listed are more self-centered <laughs> because they were games that meant something to me versus other people. But yeah. Hold on, before oh, I start. Did I say Call of Duty? Scrap Call of Duty off. I literally, I, I had, I was honestly thinking after I said Call of Duty, he's like, yeah, Call of Duty, I played a lot, but why didn't I think of this earlier? That's why I was with my PlayStation topic. Guitar Hero. Oh, wow. Yeah. Guitar hey, Hero. No. Guitar Hero. Yeah, I told everybody to learn how to play guitar. Bro, that is guitar that is game changing. <laughs> that is true. I played at my uncle's place. He had a PS2. I was seven years old, and he's like, "Yeah, I got this game called Guitar Hero. It's like a five-button controller. It's like a guitar, Damn and you, like play real songs." And I'm just like, "Really?" And so every time I went over to my grandma's house, I would always look at my uncle and be like, "Set the PS2 up," and I would just be like. I'd just be playing Guitar Hero for hours, and next thing you know, it got to the point where I would play on expert level at eight years old and it just came natural to me and then next thing you know oh little mario turned into a little bit of a competitive guitar hero leaderboard guy i actually became ranked first off i started off playing like guitar hero games on the wii because i was at a nintendo wii yeah playing guitar hero Same. and i would make leaderboards i'm talking about i would be like top 10 in certain songs based on score i even was hold i even held first place for high score on the entire track list for Guitar Hero Van Halen on the bass. I don't know why the bass, but I played the whole entire game on bass. And I held first place on the Wii for the longest time. And then luckily, you know, Guitar Hero and Rock Band games, they kind of like died pretty quickly because of the saturation of the music game market. But then Rock Band came back with Rock Band 4 on PS4. And that yes. brought, me, it brought me back to playing those games again. And I became more of a leaderboard guy I, I joined a community i made friends off the community we literally i made youtube videos of me playing guitar hero and like they're still out there and i even Find collaborated them. with Find yeah them. i even i even collaborated with some other people to like do full band full combos which was like you know a, nice. an accomplishment I would only pride myself in full combos. I would never do anything else. Like, I had to 100% a song. The only game I've ever 100% on expert from top to bottom was Guitar Hero Aerosmith. Every song on that game. No, Guitar Hero Aerosmith. Guitar Hero Aerosmith, I was proud of 100%ing, gold starring every single track except for Train Kept a Rollin'. I practiced the fucking solo for hours just to nail it in a real run. And I was like, finally, I could retire this game. So, yes, Guitar Hero helped me pick up a real guitar, helped me learn to play real music. That was a shit. You know what's funny is that, I mean, I, I think I already knew of, like, 
Panic at the Disco and some of the other songs that were on there. Mm. Fuck. Um, there was a lot of Weezer on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I listened to them before, like prior to when Guitar Hero came out. But when Guitar Hero came out and me playing it, I was just like, I know this. And then like I kept obsessing over the songs, and so that's how <laughs> that was really like my like my like switch going on to liking Panic at the Disco. I mean, okay, you already know what you guys already know. What I'm gonna say. Is it Skyward Sword? No, okay, that wasn't a game changer. Like, if game changer and these two go hand in hand because they're literally the same, is Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask on on Nintendo 64. Because I had a Nintendo I 64, and I think like that game specifically, like I really liked storytelling, so it like fell into like my lap. I really liked like dark background stories, so. Yeah, so it like it brought on like my weird liking really like horror or like, you know, existential like or anxiety driven like stuff or like games and like other things. And then like, yeah, it started my whole obsession with Zelda, which I have till today. So I, I count those two as one. I want to say, even though like I played like CS Source and stuff, the first like multiplayer like FPS that I really got into was Team Fortress 2. And <laughs> I think okay, Team Fortress 2 was the first like one of the first games I bought myself on Steam and I pl I like uh I was I was such a nerd about it, but it opened my world to like playing other FPS and I think it what drove me to like play like Call of Duty more. Uh It's hard. I know. There's so many games I want to I want to mention. Oh, I don't I don't know why this is like coming off the top of my head, but I think Galaga or or Dig Dug mm. takes one of those places. Dig Dug. Oh, Dig Dug. Dug. <laughs> because when I was like three or four, I had like the um the joystick thing that you would plug in into the TV and it would have all the games on it. Like the Atari thing. Yeah, the Atari oh. one, like so Pac-Man, Galaga, Dig Dug. What's the other one of Galaga? Uh Galaxian. Is space it? Invaders. Space Invaders, yeah. Or Space, yeah, pretty That's much. That's what I was going to say, too. <laughs> yeah. I think, aside from having a Nintendo 64, that console, that little joystick console in general was was what drove me to like video games in the first place. Because it was like, there's nothing to do, so I'm just like, there you go. <laughs> That's what, like, three? Uh, another one that comes off to the right at the top of my head, because I still, I love I loved all the games I played on, on Nintendo 64, but the one I loved playing most, aside from Zelda, was rampage mm. rampage is so good rampage and i was like the first time where i was like it's okay to kill people <laughs> <laughs> murder is okay <laughs> okay like you're you're this three people that were like were a science a science experiment went wrong and you became like a giant lizard a giant ape and a giant wolf 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 yeah it was wolf his name was wolf no rolf it was Lizzie. rolf rolf the Lizzie wolf Rolfe and George, George, there you go. Because George is the jungle, I think. That was like my first game where I was like, this is, this is great. Like, this is one of those games that I know won't ever get like a proper sequel, but it's great right here. <laughs> That's four. Fuck. There's so many games. Skyward Sword. Oh, I mean, okay. Mm, <laughs> it's one, it's my favorite Zelda game. It is. And fuck you to anyone who tries to debate <laughs> me on it. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but <laughs> it, it was a really good game because one, it was the 25th anniversary. It had a really good soundtrack. I liked it better than Wind Waker because it had the art rendering was more watercolor but still like 3D realistic. So that's why I liked it. I didn't like the controls. Nobody liked having a Wii Motion Plus. I liked flying more than I liked sailing. And it was it, it felt more open world to me than it did than Wind Waker did. But I still love Wind Waker. 
Last one. Oh, Portal. 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 Portal like I was obsessed with. I think that's that's why I like science so much because I liked Portal. <laughs> it was like one of those games where like it starts off all like kind of innocent. Not really because things are like shooting at you and like you die. It's like those puzzle games where you think like it's just going to be that. And at the end, spoiler alert, if I mean like, okay, if you haven't played Portal and you don't know the story by now, it's been like, what, 10 years? You're like living under a rock. But she that she tries to kill you and then you have to like get out of the science building basically and i really liked it and then that's why i really liked portal 2 especially when they did cross-platform with with the ps3 with steam i'm not sure if all of those qualify as like game changers but i think personally for me those were the things that stuck out where it made me want to continue playing video games rather than just kind of like half-ass it and then like stop and then like go somewhere else you know what i mean yep I know okay. Bryn has a lot to say. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean? What you mean? <laughs> but, oh my gosh. But you guys were talking. I had to, like, make a list on my phone. Because I was like, there's so many for me that I, I like, coming off, like, the top of my head. Because I was like, there are a lot of games that I played, like, in my childhood. But, like, like growing up, my dad, he had the PS2 at home. So that's what I really grew up with. I only played with those games and he really had me play more of like a bunch of like RPGs. So like, that's what I'm really into now. And I mean, I could talk about it, but like, I'm an only child. So like, it's literally just me playing. So I was always like, oh, I have no one to like play yeah, you're with. you're lucky you don't but, like, have to share I can't anything. Eh, yeah. <laughs> but it was like, okay, I could just play it by myself. I'm like, you know, it is what it is. I will say like, you guys will probably know what I'm going to say. But like for my top one, like top, top one is Kingdom Hearts. Just the series in general, my favorite series ever. I think it was solidarity. <laughs> yes, and <laughs> like I think also like it was very lonely growing up. I didn't have as many friends, so like just having like a game that just like talked a lot about like love and like the power of friendship and whatnot, and just like just you know just promoting like happiness overall in general. It was just really nice for me. And like the music, I think the music played a big role and also like why I love the game so much. Like it, specifically in like Kingdom Hearts 2, literally the music in Twilight Town, I would like put it on and I would use that to like fall asleep. <laughs> Cause just like, it was just so comforting. And like, I really liked it. I will say though, like out of the whole series, Kingdom Hearts 2 is probably my favorite. I think that was the first time when I was like playing, I had seen like a main character like struggle mentally. And so like that was so interesting for me to see. Just like, oh, like main characters that have like problems. Or like, you know, there's actually a struggle of like, what's good and like what's evil. It's not always like black and white. So like I really like that. And Kingdom Hearts does talk a lot about like mental health in its own way. So I really appreciated that a lot. Um the second one is probably the Sly Cooper series. So good. Ooh. I love it so much. It was just like a really, really fun game. A lot of puzzles. And like, I just love like games where you're just like pulling heists. Just my favorite thing. I think it could have also like influenced me like in school. Cause like I did a lot of like pranks around the school as a kid or just like messing with other people. So like it really just like, you know, I always grab like little tips from them and stuff on how to like sneak around and it was really fun. Let's see. My third one? So, like, kind of like a backstory. My godfather, he's the art director of Naughty Dog, a very popular video game company. 
But he would always like put our family on a lot of like their games. So growing up, I was always obsessed with the Jack and Daxter series. Ugh, it was such a good game. The first game will always be my favorite. But one of the reasons why I also liked it at the time, well, for the first game, really, they portrayed they portrayed Jack as like a mute kid at the time. And so like I know they kind of use that as a way for like to put you in like uh Jack's shoes to like put your thoughts on him. But like when I was like a little kid, I was basically mute at the time. Like I did not talk to anybody at all. Hence why I had no friends. <laughs> but also like when I saw that, I was like, oh my God, like there's someone like me. You know, this is kind of cool. You know, so I really like that. And just, like, in the first game, just, like, the worlds were just really, really fun and, like, really out there. For 4, I did I did Tomb Raider. Specifically, Tomb Raider Legend. I Let's really liked it a lot. And it's just, like, I think that also got me um, really into his- history. But, like, one of the reasons why I love that game is just seeing Lara Croft, a badass woman, being the main character. It was just very empowering for me. And, like, I always wanted to be her. I still want to be her when I grow up. Are you kidding me? You want to see my shitty cosplay of her at Anime Expo? Bro, I dressed up as her for oh, Halloween. Yes. I have to always. find photos of I her. I tried doing my own, like, wound makeup. So dumb. Honestly. <laughs> it, was, nice. it was literally so dumb. Honestly. Yeah. And that was, like, and that was, like, one of the reasons why when the new one came out, I think it was, like, in 2013, 2014, I was so excited for it. It was oh so good. Oh, my gosh. Yo. revolutionary. Yeah, you see that? But that's an actual, like, bow and arrow. I, uh, <laughs> that bow and arrow is the same one that's hung up right here. Yeah. And like, Oh, into, shit. Like, literally, in, in Tomb Raider Legend, there's, like, a scene of her where she drives a Jeep. That's, like, the reason why I want a Jeep eventually down the line over that much just because <laughs> but that. everyone says they see me in a jeep I'll yeah, take it I, could see I, that. Have, to, I have to agree we'll yeah especially um, the way you're dressed right now oh okay yeah <laughs> okay right okay right. okay i can i can see like some boots and something on like i know that right i can't yeah, tell what shoes you're wearing oh, no. but i can see some tims or something you're wearing like, like yep. jeans not shorts tims. right now just like i think i still have my my cosplay holster if you want it bro Yo. i might ask you for it we'll see <laughs> but um i did not know what to put for like my fifth one so like i had i had three that was in mine but like klonoa two and Little Big Planet are like my favorite. Little Big Planet. Little They're Big like Planet. my favorite yeah. platforming games ever. Just cause like they're they're both so cute. But like they also were able to have like a really deep meaning behind both of them. So that's like what I really appreciated. Just cause like, you know, even if something is like really cute or like really popular, you know, they can still have re- like storytelling is so important in that sense so like i really appreciated that but also for the like the other the other one another naughty dog franchise uncharted my favorite naughty dog franchise ever just because like i love like that was probably one of the few times besides kingdom hearts where like i actually like really connected with characters and seeing character development throughout like a whole series and i appreciated that a lot and just like the stories are always so good and they're always so funny and like it just felt really natural and like I really like those. 
Honorable mention, though, I will say, I was a big DDR kid <laughs> growing up. Yes. Awesome. Oh my god! Oh, I, had, I, had the, I had the plug-in had... mat for the PS2. Yes. Me too. I had it for the yes. PlayStation. Yeah, so, like that was the only like the only multiplayer game that I would invite like my friends or my neighbors to come play me with. But like, it, I always felt so bad because like I practiced on it all the time, right? So I was always like on proud mode for like everything. <laughs> but then they're like, "What the fuck is this?" It was Did so you fun. have the um? I don't know what material it is, but it's like almost like a rug. It was like a rug. Pad, rug. Like, I had like the pad. Yeah. But like yeah. I had the one that was like it had the the plastic covering over it, the hard plastic covering. Oh. Over it. Yeah, mine was oh, like yeah. that. Mine was kind of mine was kind of plasticky. Yeah, yeah. I had. I think hard, that was like mine. The, yeah. Like the hard mm -hmm, covering. Mm -hmm. yeah. Honorable mention. Oh my god, Mario! <laughs> Wait, earlier when you said that you used to like speed run Super Mario sixty four, I did the same thing with Ocarina of Time. Yes, sir. Gotta do all those unnecessary things. I I didn't <laughs> I didn't rank like my I didn't time in my my speed run. But oh. personally, my fastest speed run was nineteen oh seven. Ooh, yeah, pretty good. Mm. Yeah. But that was like the last time I did, it. and that was when I still had the N sixty four. Or no, when I not when I still had the N sixty four. It was when my ex let me use his N sixty four. But yeah, I used to I used to learn like the um everyone knows like the the bomb one. Yeah. The... Yeah. And the and the shield one. <laughs> My honorable mention reminds me of Jess. Yes. Oh. But Paper Mario the Thousand Year Door is an honorable mention just because that whole series is goaded. But yes, Jess. As she explains to us that she's not a gamer, she plays games. Okay, yeah. I'm Let's interested. Hear it. Okay, yeah. So, funny. Um, I also grew up with DDR, but I played it on the Xbox. So okay. I also had the mat, but it was for the Xbox. So most of my games are actually, I grew up with the Xbox, but like, I didn't get to play that many games. So I had like three games, DDR, Mortal Kombat, and Need for Speed. Need okay. for Speed! Need yes! for Speed! That's my game! Let's go! Yes, for Need for Speed! <laughs> Those are literally the three games i had on the xbox it was so funny and my dad specifically was so obsessed with need for speed we have a like seat where you can sit in it with the like wheel attachment and the yeah. foot pedals what? when you guys come over you guys can you play in it wheel? i swear i'll bring it out i have the wheel and it's Yo. there's force feedback on it, so it feels like you're driving. That's ex lightweight. That's how I learned how to drive before oh, I like uh -huh. took lessons. Uh -huh. I would go same. through like the course. <laughs> I don't know. That's it. Like I would just like fucking gun it. It was so funny. I also grew up on just like old school like arcade games where I don't know if you could see it. I pointed it to it earlier. That's an atari flashback because i was so obsessed mm. with those games like up here right up here on my head i have a portable tetris that I'll, I'll play with space invaders if okay i gotta say something about space invaders loved it so much it's my game it's my shit you know when you go to like round one or like <laughs> i don't know if david busters has it but you know how they have a space invaders huge ass thing I would play that with my sister or I would just play it by myself and I would just like go for the bonus the entire every like every single time I'm there I'm like this is where I'm going space invaders let me sit down let me just like rack up some points that's exactly how I got the flashback by the way I just played space invaders nice wait did you ever go to um Long Beach Town Center when when the arcade was still open I think so yeah 
Yeah, all, that... all my memories lie there. <laughs> before before they installed the 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 mini bowling thing. Mm. Yeah, when they had all oh, of the like ball. the they had like this mini um mini bowling like it's two lanes, but it's not even like a full. Um, it's like half size, isn't it? It's half size, and oh, instead I know of a bowling ball, about. it's like a it's kind of like a big ball that you just hold like this, and then mm. it's like a big yeah. ski ball basically. Also, all of those games, arcade games, are my favorite things. Oh, time like... Crisis? Yo, okay. Do you want to talk about Time Crisis? you want to talk about Time Crisis? Every time I go to an arcade, like, no doubt, I look. the first thing I try to look for is a Time Crisis. That's, I hey, hate you know what? people with Time Crisis. I have to do that shit alone. <laughs> Wait, if we're going to talk about shooters at an arcade, you want to know what I it was obsessed with, and probably still am if I were finding arcade the fucking house of the dead i was gonna yes. say house of the dead. Yes. yo yes. host yes. of the dead yes. one two yes. three four Holy don't matter I, I probably played house of the dead before i played silent hill yeah house of the dead oh, silent hill goated. that's another one <laughs> straight goaded i am just so happy that i was obsessed with those games to the point where i would play the reboots like house of the dead 2 had a reboot on the Wii with number three as well. I played House of the Dead 3 on Xbox, by the way. Also, PS3 and PS4, since they got the Wii Motion controller, they revamped House of the Dead 3 and 4 for the PS3, PS4, and I would play that shit too. So that is also that is the number yeah. one game I find in an arcade. I, I had yeah. I had Time Crisis on the PlayStation. Where yeah. it had the pluggable like gun and everything. Nice. And the and the pedal. And then sorry, one last arcade game. Initial D. Yo. All of my license. I had the the model really my brothers, but I I kept it in my room. It was like the oh. model um the model card. <laughs> that was the only time I ever liked like JDM cards. Other than that, <laughs> like I hate them now. But Wow. A lot of video games were discussed here, and obviously there's still a lot of them in Wait, our was catalogs. That all, was that your whole list? Oh, Jess? Yeah. oh. On the Game Boy, the Kim Possible game. <laughs> I don't know why. Unlocking memories. Oh. You said Game Boy, like Avery, and I was like, Kim Possible. Yes. Yo. So, <laughs> I think that's the only game I remember playing on the Game Boy. I also had a limited amount of games on that one. But an- another one that I used to play that my like sister and my brother once say like the 360 came out was Dynasty Warriors. Oh. We we have we had um specifically number six and I just played that one over and over again. I need to find it because I've been wanting to play again. But that one, ooh, good memories. Okay, I forgot what I was gonna say. Wow, my brain is like scattered right now. But as I said, I don't really play a lot of games. Like yeah, I played some games, but not like the usual games everyone plays. Because growing up, I need everyone to put some respect on board games. I swear. Oh my god. <laughs> Nothing but not respect. <laughs> <laughs> what is that other one? The the scatter whatever it is. Scatterbrain? Yes, that one I think no is it I scatterbrain? Am scatterbrain. But I don't know. <laughs> is it? I don't know. Oh, yes. Land. Oh. Boots and ladders. Yes, and ladders, yeah. the game of life. Yes, yes. Oh. the game of life. Oh. Life, my God! Wait, can I say something real? The specific game of life I had was the SpongeBob game of life. <laughs> that was 
the best thing I used to play besides Monopoly, of course. But oh, I had the Disney God. version of Monopoly. I, I feel like because we had, a lot of us had like very, kind of, not helicopter parents, but had like parents that really wanted us to go to college. You always chose the college route in life. True. <laughs> I mean. Not wrong. I don't not... remember what it's called. I think it was like boating school and the SpongeBob one, but yes. Boating school. Boating school. If it had penny chip and used napkin, that would be perfect to play in pandemic times. <laughs> take it away benny did anyone ever play i think it was called mousetrap yes Yes. mousetrap yes i'm not alone (laughs) the setup i love that it was the half of it it's like a mini roller coaster (laughs) Mm -hmm. you would be you feel so great about yourself if you actually like had the mousetrap work Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) sometimes you might mess up because you know physics but you know Dude, physics is tough. So who had Beyblades? Actually, I did. I had I had a knockoff Beyblade. I yeah, had, me too. <laughs> no, I had I had the plastic, so the stadium, the little thing, Ooh. and then I had the Ripper, the one that you it's like handheld, like it's a it's like a handle, mm-hmm. and then you rip it, not the ones that you just like kind of hold like this. Mm. And, then. and then I remember the top of my Beyblade was gold. Ooh, yes. yeah, mm. fancy. It was also even, heavy as fuck. I don't even know if I could call mine a Beyblade. Because it was like some knockoff thing that my parents got from like the swap meet in Hawaii. Me and it's like, the, um, it, it's the original Blade Blade. The, <laughs> the wooden, it's the wood topper thing. Not even. It wasn't even. <laughs> it wasn't oh. even that. Yeah, there was just this one lady at at the swap meet who would like sell just toys in general. And that was like the first time I've had other remote control cars, but they specifically had this remote control car that could charge on the remote because it just had a little circuit connector thing. Anyways, that's not what I was talking about. The Beyblade thing, it was just like a, a plastic toy gun with a top in it. So you can like shoot it and there's do their thing. But it wasn't yeah, I was I was like, cool, I have a Beyblade. No, I didn't. Oh yes, I got made fun of. <laughs> I have a question. Wait, 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 it's about games. I have to find it, but keep talking. I just I, I need I need it. Okay. Okay. Right. What what would you say is your favorite game that you're you're playing right now. It doesn't have to be like oh. playing as in you play oh, every day. But like, even if like you're playing like, you know, like let's say like Among Us. Or you're, if you're if people are still playing Fall Guys, are you playing Fall Guys? Or, but like yeah. a current game that like is very popular right now, maybe that you're playing right now. Oh, I have an answer already. But <laughs> I'm not playing it. <laughs> I'm not playing it currently. But it was a game that I started when quarantine hit. Final Fantasy VII <gasps> Remake. That's yep. it. <laughs> Yes, it's worth. <laughs> I'm gonna say, I think I don't know if the holiday sale is still going on, but I saw it for like thirty dollars on the PlayStation Store. So when I when I bought it, I was so mad because we got it for sixty, but like it's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's worth it. Just like just the gameplay, the story, all of it. It's just really all good. of it. All of it, basically. And like after playing Final Fantasy VII Remake, it eventually got me into playing so many final fantasy games just like all of 2020 so i was able to go through like i played 10 9 um 12 uh 15 mm. i'm still debating if i want to get 13 because that's only for the ps3 but like we'll see i don't know about 8 yet because i've heard mixed things but all of them but those that i have played so far they're really good just because like they have all different ways of storytelling, but nine is probably the favorite Final Fantasy that I've played so far, just because like that story is really, really good. And Final Fantasy has like, I guess like this trend of just like getting really existential 
for like no fucking reason. <laughs> but like, I, <laughs> but like I like that. But it's really good. I I mean, me and Avery just finished it, but remake. And, and it's, it's like no, 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 no. Sorry, I was gonna bring up another game, not oh, remake. Okay, okay. I I can't like I really can't get into like Final Fantasy for some reason. It's okay. I, I can't. It's not for everybody. Okay. Uh, but I will not watch other people you. play it. It's okay. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. I I enjoy what like what I've seen. Mm-hmm. I think it's just not the game for me to play, but it's a game that I can watch. Yeah. Um, yeah. me and Avery just finished for I think what the sec second time. It's the third time. In no, total, specific, in, with specifically this this one was it? I think second this, time. Yeah, second, second time. time. We just refinished Persona Five Royal. We played Persona Five originally. And then started New Game Plus for Persona 5, and then Persona 5 Royal came out. And so we played that. Now I'm like, I miss playing it, so I might just start it again. Yeah, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, and we, like, maxed out our, we maxed out our wallet. So I'm going into New Game Plus with 1 yen away from 10 million yen. So. Yo, that was going to be my honorable mention too, yeah. for your question, Aya. Because like when Joker came up for Smash, I was I was curious, like, I don't know why this always happens to me. I think this happens with some, maybe even like some TV shows or animes too, where like, I'll see just one thing about an entire franchise or series. And I'm like, you know what? I'm curious what this person is about. So then I was like, and Aya had just gotten me a PS4 for my birthday that year. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy Persona 5. Persona, like, even though, like, we hopped on, like, the, the new wave and stuff, and then have only been playing Persona 5, like, either games, it makes me want to play, like, Persona 4, especially now that it's on Steam, but I can't use Steam right now, because I'm on uh-huh. Yeah, but, it, like, it, it's one of those games where you, like, yeah, you can, you think, why, like, why does this exist? But it exists in another franchise, like, Smash and stuff, so it must be interesting. So then you look into it, and then suddenly you're, like, immersed, just like, what is this? Yeah, that's the part that got me because it was just one thing. And I'm like, what makes him so important that he has to be, oh, I guess in Smash, you know, but I already knew what Persona 5 was beforehand and my old roommate loved it. It's like that this there has to be hype for it for some reason. Bought the game for 20 bucks because it was I was like 20 bucks. Fuck yeah, I'm pretty sure this is a $60 title at some point. Right. And I was like, that's that's easy money. And then the first like, I don't know how many hours that was. We were playing it. We just nosedived into the entire thing. Yeah. I I knew about Persona 5 because I played Catherine beforehand, so I, I already knew what Atlas was. Catherine. Yeah, Catherine. Yeah. <laughs> and finished Catherine full body while during quarantine. But like so I knew about I knew about Persona 5. I think the year it came out, which was I think 2016, 2017. I, I don't know. I was like going through my YouTube recommended and for some reason it recommended me like when Joker first like gets his persona and i just remember watching this and i was like this seems like a really good game i just can't buy right now because i don't have a ps4 but like if it was an anime i'd watch it and you know there is an anime so i I knew about it and then when avery decided to get persona 5 i was like great now i realize where like these scenes come from for me during 2020 i actually picked up a lot of ps4 games brin put me on ff7 that was a great experience Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Other other games that I finished uh, that I also played, I played Infamous Second Son. Infamous Second Son, I ended up platinuming it. And the only way you platinum the game is if you beat the entirety of it twice. Once as good and once as bad. Jesus Christ, dude. That's a oh. hell of work. Yeah. Oh. That's, that game, I actually really enjoyed that game. And not to sound like I didn't have anything else to do in my life, but it took me a week to platinum. I, I don't know why it just reminded me that 
one of the games I should have mentioned during the Game Changers was Bioshock. I should have said that. Oh. I'm so dumb. Yeah, that, that game was a game changer for me because that's when I really liked horror games, like, a lot. No, you good, man. Infamous Second Son, I ain't gonna lie with you, I played all the Infamous games leading up to that one. Obviously, I had high expectations. I'm not saying Second Son was bad, but I'm also not gonna say that it was... Mm, the story wasn't super crazy. It was kind of like... Think of it this way. They, they introduced the protagonist as kind of like this... No one. Like, a wasted youth kind of guy. And all of a sudden, near his, you know, home village, freaking gas leak of chemicals happened because a truck stolen by an inmate who was already infected crashed that thing into, like, the side of the wall, and it spilled all over the place. And then he ended up touching the stuff, and then boom! <laughs> so, <laughs> oh. I... I yeah, it was just kind of like interesting to me because the game starts off as kind of like, oh yeah, let's just learn how to run, walk, and jump on rocks and stuff. Then all of a sudden, yeah, I can shoot thunder and kill people. <laughs> but it was just like, whoa, okay. I I mean, I already knew this was going to happen because I played number one and two. But I, I think I liked Second Son a lot just because the plot was straightforward, especially when you wanted to choose good or bad because the antagonist... Some people can view as a good person, and some people can view them as a bad person. But one thing's for sure, she was a control freak, and she was manipulative. Because she considered people that were infected like outsiders, and they needed to be, like, in prison forever and never to be released. If you chose to be good, you were going to... I forgot... Okay, so I'll hold good for now. Bad is straightforward. If you want to be bad, you, you're selfish. You don't care about what happens to everyone else. You just care that you're going to live and you're going to kill the antagonist. That's really what being the bad person is. So no spoilers. I don't want to do that. If anyone's even interested in playing. Uh, but just know that you just don't give a shit when you're bad. You just do whatever you want. And evil karma will literally rank up so quick. Uh, for good karma, I think I remember the story as you wanted to take all the blame for yourself would you take the blame for yourself if you wanted to touch the chemicals that turned you into that person beats me but anyways now your good karma road is you want to save the people and you want to show the people that the infected are not bad people we're good people we do things for good and then you sounds like warm bodies it, it's like <laughs> the plot is so obvious it's kind of cheesy but like oh, i God. get it it's infamous you know it's not infamous if it isn't some degenerate shooting thunder out of his hands <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. like so i played yeah. that another game i played that i enjoy burnout remastered play that game mostly because it's one of the best burnout games ever made paradise city come on now like Playing Burnout Paradise Remastered, that game is like a classic. Like, I don't know. Like, Burnout is one of those, you know, mindless games where you race cars, you destroy cars. But it, it had a rank-up system, that game. You know, you, you collect things while you drive around the big-ass town. I just invested a lot of time in that game, too. Didn't platinum it because, unfortunately, I bought the game, I don't know, six years after its prime, and there were multiplayer trophies. And who the hell plays multiplayer on Burnout Remaster six years later? There might have been, but I didn't want to take a chance. So I played those PlayStation games. I've also revamped playing the Switch again. Like I mentioned earlier, Super Smash Brothers. I played Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. I played I, I played other people's 
copies at other people's places more than I played my own copy. But then I dropped the game when the pandemic started because, you know, it's, it's kind of fun when you play with people. But other Switch games I picked up during this time. Uh, number one, I played Breath of the Wild. I played... Currently, I'm playing Paper Mario Origami King because Paper Mario is goaded. Love Paper Mario. Uh, 3D All-Stars came out, uh, which is that trilogy of remastered games. Not really remastered, more kind of like recopied, but it doesn't matter. Like The, the, the vibe is, is dope. You play Mario 64, one of my favorites. You play Mario Sunshine, you play Mario Galaxy. And then lastly from the Switch is actually a game I have not touched yet, even though I bought it like two months ago because it was on sale for Black Friday. I bought Yoshi's Crafted World because it was 20 bucks. And I was like, okay, like I got to play this game eventually. I'm pretty interested in playing it, but obviously a lot of the time I devote to is playing 2K because of uh, my team. My team is a game mode in 2K where you have to grind out hours of the game to collect certain players, like high-rated players, and like it becomes so addicting. And it be- it's a lot worse now because a lot of modern-day games, such as Call of Duty and you know, and others, have these seasons where there you go. oh, there goes Aya. Um, a lot of games incorporate this season stuff, this season pass shit. And 2K decided to hop on the train here, and I was like. Ugh fuck but it actually makes the game a little more interesting because beforehand it was just you know a money grab where you would just put in actual virtual currency to get the best players in the game now it's like oh there's xp involved oh there's level progression rewards oh wow i feel like i'm actually doing something playing this game so that's what a lot of my time is going into that's what was the game that you wanted to show let's talk about what i played first so, obviously, I started playing for the first time ever Paper Mario Thousand Year Door. It was a good time. What else did I play? I mean, Animal Crossing. Like oh, yeah, I, I picked it up again. Oh, I, I, yeah. Yeah, I bought 1.1 million bells worth of turnips. Wow. Oh, shit. Have you been using the, like, website that, like, plugs it in? Oh, yeah, I mean, before, because the last time I bought turnips was the Sunday that I went on that hike and then I went to the hospital. And so I bought them and then, so, and during the hospital, I didn't like touch my switch. So I needed to time travel back at some point to sell my turnips. So I, I, I had used like turnip exchange before, like a lot. Now I'm like calculating to see if my island will ever have like a, a peak price, selling price. Playing Valorant. Right. That's why you're streaming. Check out Jess's yeah. stream. Plug it at yes. the end of the, oh. <laughs> at the end of yes. the podcast. Yes. Watch me be really bad at Valor. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not good, but watch if you want to be like entertained, if you want to be frustrated, if you're good at it, you know? <laughs> yeah, my question What is this from? I have no idea. I remember playing it, it but I don't remember. That looks like, really familiar. That looks yeah. so familiar. Does it move? No. Does it make sound? You could like take this person off. It's like a dock. Can you like take a picture of it and then Google image search it? Ooh, I can you could. Google image search? Maybe I'll do that. Um, pictures that you take a picture of? I don't know. Oh, I don't think <laughs> that, that would be such a dope thing. That would help you can, so you much. You can only reverse image search if you got if you got the picture. You off got the took internet. it off, right? I know you can do that with like Google Translate. You could take a picture of like a text or something. Oh yeah, but it's Google Translate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> it has 
UB initials in the back. That looks so familiar. I know. I I found it while cleaning, and I'm like, where are you from? What game? <laughs> I remember it being like like an open like server community game, kind of like Club Penguin or like Pop Tropica. By the way, good games. Club Penguin. Club Penguin. Oh, that reminds me. Club Penguin. Oh, Pixie Hollow. Pixie Hollow. Wait, I might be wrong. Pixie Hollow. Are they? But yeah, Jess, Pixie Hollow. Yes. That and Toontown and... uh... Stop! Toontown! (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, I was so obsessed with that game. Oh my god! I'm trying to think. Um, I remember there was like a Lego universe that I played that so much as a kid too. I love that. You know what's funny? The cereal brand Post used to have like a games um, website called Postopia. And I liked oh. playing all the game. Like, there was a game for Oreo specifically. <laughs> you were you were the mar you were the marshmallow man, and you had to collect Oreos and marshmallows on on like a mar- like like a su- Super Mario like kind of like maker game. Kind of you had to like make mm. like jump on like ramps and like do all the stuff mm. to get to the end. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then it had games where you were like. I don't know what for what specific like food thing, but it was like room makers. I used to really like room makers for some reason, like room designer stuff. Oh, I was like, I, it, when I was little, I thought I was gonna be like an interior designer with how oh much I like to be. Um, I adjusted. You guys play like, um, my scene? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> when you were talking <laughs> about like room designers, I was like, yep, yep, yeah. my yep. scene. <laughs> Oh. I think that's the reason why I liked makeup so much. Same. Yeah. For me, it was close. Mm-hmm. I was always bad at it. So. How do you be bad at it? <laughs> oh, no, not not at the game. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I met in life. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> when I said, like, post-Tobia stuff, it unlocked, like, all the Cartoon Network games that I would play, like, online. Oh, the Teen Titans one. The Teen Titans one. Yeah. Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy one that I played. Yes, I know what mm-hmm. you're talking about. Oh, the Foster's, like... Foster's one. Foster's? Yep. Yes. Ooh, oh. This is like, we can like, sure, but do you guys remember the Johnny Bravo like envelope like letter game? Yes. Yes, that one. That mm-hmm. was my shit. Oh, we can like segue into this, but like, were you guys a Cartoon Network kid, a Nickelodeon kid, or like a Disney Channel kid? Cartoon Network all the way, baby. Cartoon. You already know. You already if, know. if anyone, if anyone chooses Nick over over Cartoon Network as a as a kid specifically, as a kid, y'all are dumb. Favorite Cartoon Network show? Chowder. Um. <laughs> Chowder. <laughs> Chowder. Rada. 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 That one and um. Comedy Gold. <laughs> uh, the Island one. I forgot what it was called. Oh, Total oh, Drama Island. Yeah, Total Drama Island. Yeah. Total Drama Island. Total Drama yeah. Island. That show was so funny. They also had out. a really good so game. Funny. <laughs> I know, but it was so good. It's so good, though. <laughs> I mean, I have to... Part. I really want to say Teen Titans. But... Yeah, mm. I love Teen Titans. It's mm. up there. I... Definitely up there. My dad bought no. uh, the High 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 Puffy Yummy Yumi CD specifically. Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> I used to watch that all the yeah. time. Yeah. 
Yes. <laughs> yeah. Hi, hi, Puffy. I'm a Yumi show. Love I think it. for me, that was a good show. <laughs> for me, what about I Boomerang? Think... What did you guys like on Boomerang? Oh, Boomerang. Hmm. Tom and Jerry. I hate to Tom say Tom and Jerry is like my ultimate like favorite. Tom and Jerry. Hands down. Yeah. yeah. I hate ultimate... to say it, but I loved watching Popeye <laughs> at the time. Yeah. I really did. I, it's a good I show. Yeah. Popeye's a good if show. It, if yeah. it wasn't, because I knew on Boomerang specifically, Popeye came on before Tom and Jerry. So mm. if I woke up early enough, I'd catch both. Yeah. I think if, if we're talking about Cartoon Network shows, Samurai Jack. Oh, Ooh, yes. that's a good Samurai one. Samurai Jack. Yeah. Uh, it's such a deep show. That did need on. to be deep, <laughs> dude. It was such a deep yeah. show for no reason. Dude, I loved well. I was obsessed with um, Fosters and yeah. Codename Kids Next Door. Oh, yes, oh, yes. wait, yes, K N D. When that when the special came out, with when it when it had Number One's dad in for the first oh, time. Oh, that, yeah, that was epic. That was yeah, epic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. I I specifically had that like on calendar where I was like, it's coming out today. <laughs> Wait, code name, kids mm. next door, and then you just think of code Leo. Leo Code Leoko is on Netflix. Shaolin Showdown. Shaolin Showdown. Shout out Cowboy. Shout out I would watch Shaolin Showdown on WE Kids every Saturday, but that's because oh, yeah. the TV it, in my room really, didn't have yeah. cable. <laughs> really highlighted like how like they were like an Asian immigrant kid doesn't fit into like into like a neighbor into an American neighborhood, and I was like, that cowboy. I don't feel that, but I feel that. <laughs> and what was it? What was his name? He had, it was the Brazilian kid and the girl. Oh yeah, I don't I don't remember where they were all from, but it's one dude for the cowboy from the Midwest. Cowboy was was the dude. <laughs> that was the dude. I don't know why I just remember this, but I don't know if I get this title wrong. American Dragon, Jake Long. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, was that Disney? I feel like that was. That was Disney XD. I think that was. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that it? Was good I mean, XD anyone who liked thing. Dante Bosco because he was in, uh, in that movie with Robin Williams. I really liked Robin Williams as like growing up. So. Oh, that was um Pan. Mm. Yeah. I really loved, I really loved like anything with Robin Williams, and so when I realized that um, Dante Bosco was the same person as like Rufio and Jake Long, I was like, and then the same thing with um with Avatar, yeah. I think for me, like, well, I had Comcast when my family finally got cable, but the channels that did it for me was like one twenty six and one twenty two when nickelodeon and cartoon network didn't work you know like when i don't know when something wasn't oh, on so wait, i would, go to, no, I would yeah. go to nicktoons and i don't know what the cartoon network channel was and then you know just the second channels for the other shows yeah. and that's how that's actually how i discovered avatar because avatar's pilot episode went out on nicktoons before it was even a nickelodeon show and i yeah. watched the pilot and i was like what the fuck is this and then that's how i found like all these other shows that never made it to nickelodeon it was just on nicktoons oh. Or whatever the Cartoon Network version of it was, like it would be all these shows that would be piloted, and then if they made it, they would go onto the actual like channel fifty three, fifty four, and fifty five for Comcast users. Mm-hmm. Now that you mentioned Avatar, I'm trying to think. I think the way I got into it because I think I missed it when the pilot came out. But my dad and I were at Blockbuster, and they always had. <laughs> we always had the. They always had the DVDs for like every like five or so episodes 
And so I was like, oh my God, like, what is this? And so like, I remember like just bringing it home one time and I was like, yo, this show is like fucking awesome. And so we would just go to Blockbuster like every like week whenever they had like new episodes. And that's how I stayed caught up on the show. That's so adorable. (laughs) (laughs) It was so good. It was so good. They don't just make cartoons like they used to. They really they do. don't. That, um, even they even don't. though like they have in the last decade, they they brought out like Adventure Time. They brought out um, what is that one you guys were watching? That movie you guys were watching? Steven uh, Universe. Universe. They, yeah, they yeah. they brought out all these like kind of good cutesy like kind of. They just don't make cartoons like they used to. Like Teen Titans, <laughs> I knew that there was a downfall in uh, in cartoons when Teen Titans Go came out. No, don't get me started on Tea Titans Go. <laughs> yeah, they just don't pump out cartoons. Yeah, like remember it, when Adventure Time was just about a boy and his dog who wanted to go on adventures? Now and yeah. then it became like such a like social constructed like thing, and I, ugh, I hated yeah. it. I, I feel hate, like I didn't even finish the series because I was like, I yeah. I can't get into it anymore. Yeah, I saw like with Adventure Time and Steven Universe, states started getting like really like existential. For no reason. Yeah. And I was like, I'm just trying to watch. I'm just trying show. to enjoy cartoons. That's exactly <laughs> how I felt about. That's Why exactly I how I felt pain? about. Um, what's it called? Regular show. It was this, in the regular show, dude. Like yeah. I love that show. In the same sense that I had just described Adventure Time, it was just a bird and a raccoon doing some really dumb shit. <laughs> and when my 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 dad used to watch that show with me, right? Like after school, and he, as and like I'm still. Like maybe in middle school, in high school, some probably middle school still. I'm watching regular show, and all the stuff they do is like very adult. They're just drinking soda and they're tripping on something, you know. But they're clearly doing other things. It's just like an innuendo. My dad's watching the show and he's like cracking up. He's like, "Why are you watching this?" He's like, "Do you even know what they're doing?" And I'm like, "No, what?" And it's just a bird and a raccoon. He's like, (laughs) "I think he watched it because I didn't know what was going on," (laughs) and he would just laugh at me. But then like you said it gets super it got super existential and i'm like i just want to know the adventures wanna know why, Avery? it's because i think before regular show went to cartoon network the the drafts of that those characters i think it's on youtube pretty sure somebody saw it but there was like old episodes of like it was mordecai and uh what's the dude's name with benson there was a gum yeah benson yeah. mordecai and benson were originally the protagonists they were originally oh. going to be two dudes that worked at like this liquor store. Because believe it or not, regular show was meant to be for a mature audience. Yeah. But Cartoon Network adapted it because they were able to kind of, you know, censor some of the things that were said. Uh, you could probably look it up. I, f- I don't know the exact name, but Mordecai is still a character name. I don't know if Benson's Benson still. I think he is. But there was a there's a YouTube video that has like over 15 million views that was posted like three, four years ago. It was just an episode of them at the liquor store and they took psychedelics and they were going fucking insane. Like I'm talking about they interacted like how we would interact if we're drunk. They would just cuss every other word. I'm like, holy fuck shit. Ah, yeah. They're going, they're going absolutely great. And I'm like, this is regular show. This was what regular show was. And then Cartoon Network, I guess they had to see some other episode because there's no way in hell this shit <laughs> was like, that's it. We're putting this one on the air. They had to have seen something else that was written where they included Rigby into the thing. And they were just like, oh, yeah, Mordecai and Rigby sound like a better pair. Just make Benson like the old evil person, not evil, but like older guy yeah. that ev- all the little kids can like be like, oh, he's a hard ass. 
you know, and make Mordecai and Rigby like idiots still, but like make them the protagonists. So fun fact, regular show was for mature audience. I can see that actually. No, yeah, I'm gonna look that up because now like that streaming services and specifically I'm gonna say HBO picked up a lot of those writers. Like there's a the writer is creating a new regular show for HBO, not regular show specifically, but it's like mm. adult oriented. Like they talk about sex, beer, and yeah. other stuff. It's blatant. It's oh. not something that's covered, you know, or censored, as Mario said. They actually are like doing stuff on the show, but it's still the same artist, and it's about people. I think so. Yeah, I do miss cartoons though. Like it's that it's that one image that gets me of the old Cartoon Network image where all of the characters in the movie theater together. Mm-hmm. And then they have the new one where I it's just like, commercial. here's, I, lo- I love that image. But then the new one is just so depressing because it's like, here's Finn and Jacob here and then like gumball characters. And then like, and that's it. <laughs> it's just like, what? <laughs> Where's everybody at? Like, oh man. This is bullshit. This is garbage. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, I feel like eventually cartoons may never be the same, Avery, but we just had to be happy that we were able to live through that era of cartoons. Like, that was elite stuff. We, like, were, they, you, we were blessed. We were blessed. And not saying that the cartoons now are bad, but we're not watching them, so. Oh, no, sorry. I was just going to say that I I feel like I kind of missed out on a lot of it because my parents were the like the type of helicopter parents that were like, no, you're too old to watch cartoons now. I was like, <laughs> oh. I don't know how old I was. I was like, 10 yeah i was still really young i was like prime age for cartoons like wait and i'm like i just want to watch them they're like not it's not like they're bad or anything my brain cells hurt i don't know that's why like when you said uh if if you choose um anything else over cartoon network then whatever and i'm like like i didn't do it purposely i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) okay i mean okay i meant it out of your own volition Like you purposely had the will to choose another media other than Cartoon Network. Yeah, I feel that, Jess, because like before I got Comcast, which was sometime in middle school, because my parents didn't buy cable because cable wasn't cheap back then. Like Mm -hmm. I was just watching KQED (laughs) or WB Kids. That's how I got my Dragon Ball Z on Saturday morning. Yes, sir. It was. um... That's how I got Yu Gi Oh. Yes. Yeah. That is how I got that. Mm -hmm. I watched a lot of Sagwa the Cat. Anyone else watch that? chinese yes actually bro why did you you have to like make me remember that shit bro i just remembered the end of the show and then it would just go shishi and i'll be like i learned a fucking word in chinese you're welcome i credit nihao kailan yes yes oh my god my name is kailan <laughs> I think from that same WB Kids, it was WB Kids. It was like four kids. Yeah, it was four. It was the same thing. I think it was the same That's thing. I think it was the same. Animaniacs yeah. and like yes, um, mm-hmm. yes. Animaniacs. I think Funimation um, jumped toon, in that bitch toon, too. Fuck. Uh, Toon Kids. Yeah, I think that's what it is. It was like it was for that was for Fox. That was their version, and they they all kind of came into one thing. Right. Yeah. I thought it was still Warner Brothers. It might have. I think they were part of it. Like, cause I remember the Toon Kids and Fox Kids thing kind of being part of that whole Saturday morning cycle. Like they were all together, though they were separate companies. I don't know. I remember watching all of them because I had no cable. <laughs> Facts. It used to be a Kirby TV show 
on the Toon Kids thing. Kirby, 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 he's the star of the show. Kirby, 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 kids, boys, and dogs. Oh, I wasn't thinking of Toon Kids. I was thinking of something else. Thank you, Mara. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. That's Beautiful. That came to life. <laughs> Polio! But yeah. I wish I could contribute. Oh, yeah, more. it was Fox Kids. But, like, I'm thinking of... <laughs> it was when, like, cartoon characters, like, Bugs Bunny, they, like, they were all, like, children. Oh, yeah. oh, I love that I, show. Yeah, um, the Looney Tunes. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about, Aya. I do remember that too. That was adorable. I love that Bunny, so much. I loved it. Baby cartoon. Was it Tiny Toons? That wasn't what it was? No, it's like Looney Tunes something. I think. Baby Looney Tunes. Yeah. Baby Looney Tunes. Baby Looney Tunes. Oh, just Baby Looney Tunes. Um, my nickname was Jessica Rabbit for the longest time because, I mean, if you I have. Oh! Does that make? Does it make sense? It all came Rabbit out. Rabbit teeth and Jessica. Hello, hi. <laughs> <laughs> What's your yeah. <laughs> That's how she introduces herself, ladies and gentlemen. That's your alter uh, ego, is- Jessica Rabbit. And also, uh, I was born in April of '99, which is both year year and month of the rabbit hair. Yep. Oh yeah. So wait. it's like it's mm. year of the ox this year. It is Year of the Ox this year. Woo, woo, woo! My year, baby. Wait, who's all, who else is 97? Mario, are you 97? I'm a 98, baby. My birthday's right. in a month. All right. Right. Look at you. Only one year. Yeah. My my mom was looking at the um uh, attributes of being Year of the Ox. I, I don't know what, what came, why it came about, but we were talking about it. And then she was like looking at it and she's like, this is exactly you, Aya. And then she was like, stubborn, strong-willed. And I was like, Bob, I got that from you. Not not because it's attributed to a year, because you're like that. Lies. Alrighty, that guys. Well, obviously that was an awesome conversation, but I believe this is where it all comes to an end. Thank you guys, everybody out there watching this right now. Thank you for watching our Thursday Wine Thursday podcast. Uh, obviously, we do a special shout out every single episode. In mention and in light of Jess and her Valorant skills, how are you going to check her out? Through Twitch. Check her Twitch channel out at Tearawell. Yes, it is spelled as phonetically as it is spelled. That made no sense. But you get it. Yes. Spelled as it is spelled. Yes. Twitch <laughs> at, at Tearawell. T A A R. A W E L L. That is T E A R A Well. Thank you. There it but is. As for all the folks here at Wine Thursday Podcast and my fellow co hosts, I would like to say goodbye to y'all. But if you haven't caught any of our previous episodes, please make sure to check them out. They're just as important to us as they may be for you. And as always, a final cheers to end the episode. Thank you, guys. Cheers. 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 Cheers.